Welcome to the Kettle Call Podcast. Today we are uh, starting our research call of the month. So let me go ahead and call Brooke Playtech. Hello, Brooke. Hi, Pedro. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks. So as we mentioned the past episode, this uh, research series, feedlot research series, we are talking about fat supplementation in to feedlot cattle. So, Brooke, can you tell us what is the paper that we will uh, discuss today, who is the author, and where and when it was conducted? Yep. So, today we're going to look at a paper titled Effects of Excessive Supplemental Fat on Feedlot Cattle Growth Performance and Digestive Function. Um, this was done by Richard Zinn down here at the Research Center in 1994. Okay, great. So, we are... As similar to our uh, others, feedlot research, we are doing a historical perspective. So going back in the day and coming uh, through the years and trying to see how much we have advanced uh, in the in that topic. So what was Dr. Zin specifically looking in this uh, research and, and how he addressed this, this question? Yep. So the objective of this specific study was to evaluate how excessive fat supplementation um, affected the feedlot growth performance and the net energy value of the fat they were feeding. So they did this by taking 90 medium framed crossbred steers uh, that were about 540 pounds for a 205 day feeding trial. They blocked these cattle by weight into 18 pens, five steers per pen, and they had three dietary treatments. So pretty simple. The first treatment was 4% supplemental fat. The second treatment was 8% supplemental fat. And the third treatment was 12% supplemental fat. So just increasing by 4%. Um, Important to note that the fat that they did use was a tallow soap stock. And all diets were formulated to have the same uh, crude protein to net energy ratio. So they made sure they balanced that. Um, and then they implanted the steers with Sinovex S on days 49, 105, and 161. Great. So different than, than most of the research that we usually talk about, this was done in crossbred steers. Mm-hmm. But they start kind of lighter for, for native beef, like 200 uh, uh, kilos-ish. No, they stay 200 days on feed, I'm sorry. But they, they right. stay heavier, I'm sorry. Than the than the hosting series that we usually uh, see here, uh, right. so and, and that's also a simply corn based diet, and and like you said, they were starting from four to eight to twelve percent uh, tallow soap uh, in the diet. Uh, that was the fat source they, they were using. So can you go ahead and tell us what the the what they found out, what specific Dr. Zin uh, find out in this in this uh, research? Yep. So uh, specifically, one of the main things they found was increasing fat supplementation, uh, reduced average daily gain, feed conversion and dietary net energy. And this was more distinct at the 12% supplemental fat level. So the higher level really saw that uh, decrease in production. Um, and then looking at the net energy for the, uh, the tallow soap stock that they used, When looking at the observed versus expected net energy for maintenance, when we supplemented at 4%, it was 100% of what we expected. So they were exactly the same. The observed versus expected were exactly the same. 
but it declined to 0.86 for 12% fat. So um, that was really important. And along with that, the net energy for maintenance for the tallow soap stock declined from 5.65 mcals per kilogram to 2.85 mcals per kilogram when going from 4% supplemental fat to 12% supplemental fat. So we saw that decrease in that energy for maintenance with uh, the supplemental fat. That's, that's a very, very good point, Brooke. As we increase fat in the diet, we actually decrease the net energy value of that fat. So we, when we expect some number close to 6, 5.7 to 6, that's the net energy value that we expect from fat. Uh, at 4%, that was very close to expected, 5.65. And then as we increase that, it dropped more than a half. Uh, any anything that you that they talk? Why is this happening? Why is this uh, fat uh, net energy value is dropped so dramatically? So when they they had an accompanying uh, metabolism study for this uh, trial, and one thing they found was that the excessive supplemental fat can lead to a deprived intestinal lipid digestibility. So the intestines just weren't absorbing that fat as efficiently as the 4% supplementation. Exactly. So as we increase fat supplementation, we decrease the fat absorption in the in the intestine even though like there was no uh great effect on, on ruminal that's it's happening is post-ruminal feeding more fat the animals cannot observe that fat so it's it's more waste than than actually being absorbed uh so that's that's automatic it it drops from about 80 percent uh uh to 40 percent digestion when we increase from four to 12 percent so that's that's a huge uh, impact and that's I think it's it's one of the greatest take home messages that we have in this specifically uh, research is that increasing uh, the fat supplementation decreased all of the performance traits, but that's because it's decreasing the absorption of fat in the small intestine, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. So great, and at the end. Uh, they, they, they actually, did, Dr. Zin led us like with a, a good recommendation as one of the conclusions, right? What, what did he talk about? So his recommendation was that optimal growth performance response was when fat intake was less than 1.6 grams per kilograms of body weight. Great. So I think that's, that's a, a great, uh, great point to think about, which will be less than than 8%, probably a little greater than the 4%, but that's usually what we uh, often observe, that fat supplementation, the optimal performance will be one is close to one and a half grams per kilogram of of body weight. So that's a very uh, good point, Brooke, and I think that's a good, we are building our foundations to keep talking about fat supplementation, the feedback. Anything else that that we missed in this uh, quick talk? No, I think we covered the main parts for this study. Great. So thank you very much, Brooke. I'm looking forward for the next episodes. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. And remember, it's always a good time for a kettle call. We offer the doggies bone Where spurs are a-jingling A cowboy is singing This lonesome cattle call